You're listening to the Estheticians Earning More podcast with Brady Hageman, episode number 88. Welcome to the Estheticians Earning More podcast. On this podcast, we talk about how to love your esthetician business without the hustle, exhaustion, or overwhelm as it booms into a successful business. I teach simple ways how to approach your business that gives you your life back while still growing a profitable business. I grew BLH Beauty in San Diego to a six-figure business, and I learned a lot along the way, which I'm excited to share with you here. So let's get started. Hello, welcome back. Happy Friday. Thank you so much for being here. If you're a new listener or if you listened to another episode or 87 other episodes, I so appreciate you being here. I really cannot thank you enough. I know you're busy and you have a lot to do and giving me your time every week is such a gift. So thank you for that. Today, I want to talk about something that I've seen with many clients, um, whether they're a new business owner or they are, you know, in the hiring stage of their business or in a different stage, kind of a more advanced stage of their business. It's something that I have done personally, um, as a business owner (laughs) multiple times. And it is a normal thing that brains do and a thing that you can just kind of be aware of and not necessarily make it mean anything. Okay. What does that mean? What does all of this mean? So this is the thing is I see estheticians, again, whether they're hiring an employee or whether it's their first employee or third employee or they're brand new business owners, they have this expectation of how it's going to look, right? So like, I'm going to hire this person and it's going to be magical and we're going to be best friends and I'm going to, I'm going to train them and they're going to know all these things and it's going to be great and earn lots of money or I'm going to open this, this esthetician business and I'm going to bring on acne and I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that and it's going to be this great, perfect thing and you have it in your brain of how exactly it should go and how many people it should be and it's very clear in your brain. However, it almost never happens that way because there's just so many things that happen in business. So there's so many variables and you cannot control every variable. People do things, people leave, people sign up to come and be a client and then they don't show up. I mean, there's there's so many different things that can happen. And so what ends up happening is my client and myself, and I told you this has happened to me, we think something means, means something about us as a business owner. This means wrong with us and that we shouldn't keep trying, right? So like I should never hire again because this hi- this this experience with this employee was such a disaster. I'm not going to ever do it again. Or I clearly shouldn't be doing acne because I launched my acne program and no one booked it. So clearly something's wrong with me, right? Um, we've done this. I've done this too. So I, I, I wanted to talk about, you know, if you, you listen to this podcast, you know, I like to tell stories from my time at Target. I, I was a Target um, department store manager for a little over a year and then an assistant store manager for probably about a year and a half, maybe, maybe two years. It feels like a blur. It feels like it was a really long time ago <laughs> and it feels like it kind of didn't happen, but it did. So I learned a lot of things about business and hiring and all these things. So when I worked at Target as an assistant store manager, 
you, the assistant store managers were in charge of different areas of the store and then also would take turns running the store and being this manager like on duty. So like if you asked to talk to the store manager, that, that, that person would, you know, you go and be that person. It was a really awful job. So I was in charge of the front end, um, the, the cashiers, the food. So like Starbucks, Target Cafe, um, you know, the shopping cart, bathrooms, all the front part of the store, the checkout, um, the returns, guest, what we called guest service desk, the returns, like customer service desk. That was my um, my people. And so I was in charge of those managers and then their people underneath. So when I, I was newer at this role, and I want to say this was 2014, it could have been 2015. I'm honestly not even sure what time of year it was. Again, it feels like such a blur so long ago, but it really wasn't that long ago. And um, Target, okay, a billion dollar company, like so much money this company has, so much, like so, so good at business, right? Like has had done so well over their years, highly successful, lots of stores, lots of people working for them. They have a proven track record of successfully running and growing a business, right? Like everyone knows about Target and most people who know about Target like Target. It's, it's you know, it's it's a successful brand, right? Okay, so I know I'm giving you a lot of backstory, but I just really want to like, I really want to change the way you're viewing how business should be because of what you see other estheticians do on Instagram because it's not real, it's not true because I know that from – working at big businesses, right? So they rolled out, I want to say it was before Christmas, which made it feel even more insane because obviously Christmas season is insane for retail. Um, they rolled all of a sudden, it was like to the G, the managers, like my my position, like, oh, this new program, we're, we're trying it out. It's called Flexible Fulfillment. And it, the, the wording around it was very confusing and like how it was going to be was very confusing and how it like what it meant for us and then for the customers was very confusing. It was like kind of very, it was very vague and like I it's almost like you had to like read it like four times to understand what they were saying. And they're like, we're going to send you an iPad and this iPad, the only thing that it can do is um, when customers come into the store and they're picking up an order that they placed online. They need to check out through the iPad and you have to use this and this and that's how it works. And like, it was literally that, like, wait, what, how, what is, what am I supposed to do? What is it called again? So we started calling it flexible fulfillment because that is what Target called it, right? Like flexible fulfillment. And basically if you haven't already figured it out, it's, online pickup. It's like when you shop online, you pick up on the store, like online shopping and pickup, which, you know, a lot of big retailers do, including Target today. And it's actually much more streamlined today at Target than it was, let's say seven years ago, maybe even eight years ago. Um, so I, I just really want to like show you. So it, and I don't work in the stores anymore. I actually don't know anyone who does at all of my friends that worked at the stores. They've all left the company. Um, I'm assuming it goes pretty smoothly now, but let me tell you, it was a complete disaster. We hated it. First of all, us calling it flexible fulfillment was very confusing to our customers. 
second of all, it we, there was no structure of how it should go, where the stuff should go. It it was a whole thing, right? And and as time went on, the the company learned. Like they got feedback from the stores, like this isn't working. We shouldn't call it flexible fulfillment. That's a very weird term. We should call it like online pickup or store pickup or you know, something that's much more easy, easier for a customer to understand. And like, I understand how, why they named it flexible fulfillment because people is flexibly able to come and pick it up. The fulfillment of the order is flexible. <laughs> I get it from like a corporate standpoint, but that should have been like a corporate only term and rolled out to the store differently. And people would come and we couldn't find their order. And like, it was just one nightmare after another. And we had to like work with other teams that like didn't understand our processes. It was just this whole thing, right? So the reason I tell you this is because Target's this giant company with all of these resources who've done multiple rollouts of big things, designers, all sorts of things. Like this is not, yes, it's new technology, but like it's not, a completely foreign thing for them. They they have, you know, done this before essentially. And it was like so bad. But you know what? Like Target didn't first of all be like, well, I guess that's it. We're just going to close our stores because this one thing we did didn't work very well. They just kept improving it as they went along. And now as a customer for Target, I can I, I like the pickup option. Like I can, you can now go stay in your car and they can bring it to your car. It's even better, right? Like you don't have to go stay in line waiting for your order. Um, so they've obviously improved and like as they've, things have happened, it's gotten better. So like if that's standard how things are in business with like billions of dollars and thousands of people working for a company, why would it not be the same for you in your small business? Whether you have like, three employees or you're by yourself, like, of course, it's not going to be perfect when you first do something. Of course, your first hire isn't always going to be amazing. Of course, when you start a new something, you're not going to know everything. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to have to learn, right? Like, it's not going to just roll out this perfectly Instagrammable shelf of, you know, perfect products and everything's great and your consultations are amazing and everyone always says yes and buys all the products and they go home and they do their routine and they come back and they are super happy. Like that's just not a thing. Or like you go to all this work to hiring and training someone and they're with you for the rest of your career and it's this beautiful relationship where you sell your business to them and it changes their life and no, they may quit after two weeks. <laughs> they may no show and never come back and you've wasted a ton of money on onboarding them, right? So like, it, and, and like, you know, there's a lot of things that happened with this flexible fulfillment rollout that like Target probably couldn't have foreseen because it was new technology. We They had never done that before. It was a whole new system, like a new software, the stores had never seen anything like that before. So it was new for everybody. So of course there was going to be problems. Of course it wasn't going to work perfectly. Of course people were going to be frustrated on every single level from the customers to the employees, to the management. It's going to be a big mess, right? But like we, we just pushed through it and we made, figured out ways to make it work and we made adjustments, right? So like it's going to be the same for your business. It's going to be the same 
at every stage of your business, at, as your business continues to grow, you're going to have mastered certain things of your business and then be, be a complete fish out of water in the next phase and have to be uncomfortable again. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you, it does not get easier. The discomfort does not go away the more successful you are in your business. It just gets more, actually more intense because you have more to lose, right? Like when you're a new person, you only are employing yourself, but if you get to the point where you hire someone and then if your business isn't like profitable enough, you can't keep that employee. Now someone loses their job. Like that's a much bigger stakes than just you, right? Like my clients that are hiring people is a whole different level of pressure than when you're just starting out and trying to, you know, build your own business. Not to say one is harder than the other, but the pressure is there. It doesn't never, never leaves you, right? Or if like you decide not to hire and you do something else in your business, like it, it's always there. The, the growing is always there. The discomfort is always there. The not knowing how is always there. And the having to try it not work and make adjustments is always there. I've said this before and I'll keep saying it to not only remind you but to remind me because I always need this reminder because I'm a human with a brain and this is what our brains do, but it's not better there, right? Like I was coaching a client today who said, I just want to be fully booked because once I'm fully booked, then it's going to be great. And not to say that there's not some truth to that, of course, like fully booked hopefully means you're making more money and bringing home more of a profit. Hopefully if you're not just like blowing your money. Um, but it's not necessarily easier or less uncomfortable. Maybe the discomfort has shifted from having to now, you know, do two jobs to like people being upset they can't get in and dealing with disappointed clients regularly and frustrated clients regularly, which is if you're fully booked is a common thing that you deal with, right? It doesn't seem like a problem when you are a new business owner. It's like, I would love to have that problem. Until you have that problem, then you're like, I really hate this problem, <laughs> right? Um, and so, you know, because dealing with people's disappointments is really hard. It's hard as a business owner to have your client feel disappointed in you. So just keep that in mind. Like, you may think, like, once I get this employee up off the ground and trained, they're going to be my right hand. They're going to be incredible. I'm going to have so much more free time. I'm going to love my life so much more. And then it doesn't work that way because maybe the person ends up leaving for reasons that no one saw coming, including that person, and that was it. So, or you just discover that you find, like, the person's working, it's going fine, but you find that, like, there's other challenges in your business that has not made your life, like it's not easier necessarily, right? So my point in saying that is like just knowing that like there's always going to be discomfort at any stage of your business, especially if you're trying to grow your business at all in any way, and it's totally okay. And that's just, that's just normal and that's normal business. And if you want a smooth sailing business that just is like humdrums along, <laughs> service industry type type our business is not that business. I'm trying to think of what, what business that would be because business in general is not just super linear and super, once you get this, now it's super easy. It has its ups and downs, its ebbs and flows. It's totally okay. It's totally okay. For today, thank you so much for listening. I hope this was helpful. I hope this reminded you that 
nothing in business is linear. Every business has ups and downs and it's totally okay. So I hope you have a great week. I'll talk to you next week. Bye for now. If you are an acne specialist and you don't feel confident treating acne, you don't feel confident talking to new clients about the program, about how the products work, how to become compliant and, and change their lifestyle and diet, then you need to join the Confident Acne Specialist group coaching program that I offer. It's an eight-week group coaching program where there's a new topic every week that you learn. And then we have a Zoom group coaching call where we really go over the emotional side of being a business owner that people find so, so challenging, especially when you're new. We talk about consultations, client compliance, marketing, client boundaries, client retention, rebound acne, time management, business systems, and pricing. It's an eight-week group coaching program, and by the end of the eight weeks, I guarantee that you will be so much more confident in treating acne and your abilities as an esthetician. So if you're interested, you can go to theestheticiancoach.com forward slash group coaching. I can't wait to see you there.